Hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, our monthly podcast series addressing all things freighters and conversions. I'm Charles Kaufman, your host and the senior editor of Cargo Facts. Despite a lackluster market for air cargo in 2019, some companies bucked the trend thanks to heavy exposure to growth segments such as e-commerce and express. One such company was Air Transport Services Group, or ATSG, which is known for dry leasing and operating 767 freighters through its various subsidiaries. This episode is an excerpt from an interview recorded on-site at Cargofax EMEA earlier this month in Frankfurt. Mike Berger, Chief Commercial Officer of ATSG, discusses the strategy that ended 2019 on a positive note for the company and offers a look at what he sees as growth opportunities moving forward. Maybe just to start, 2019 was a rather disappointing year for the air cargo industry in, in general as a whole, uh, but ATSG did, did quite well uh, across uh, its various sectors. Um, can you start by explaining some of the factors that contributed to a, a strong year for, for ATSG and its companies? Sure. Um, yeah, the 2019 was um, you know, very solid. Um, you know, we, of course, you know, made a, our largest acquisition at the end of 2018 with Omni International, uh, and that proved to be um, you know, everything we thought it was going to be, uh, which, of course, helped us, uh, you know, helped us through the course of 2019. Uh, but um, the, the strength, and really no secret, uh, around the e-commerce continued really to drive uh, our, our success. So as we look at it, not only from our perspective in regards to our customer base uh, and how they relate to the e-commerce space, I look at it even one step further. Uh, when you look at our customers' customers, and I know that sounds a little bit, uh, a little bit odd to hear, uh, but our customer base also is really being successful by the by the e-commerce piece of things. So you know our strength around the e-commerce, but you know as importantly, who our customers are serving you know, in the e-commerce space, uh, not only in the U.S. and North America, but around the world, uh, has really been something as a as a real real positive and kind of insulated us against some of the trends that we're seeing in the cargo market. We've discussed um, some growing opportunities in, in North America, um, but I, I realize also that ATSG is a, is a global company with exposure to, to Europe and, and Asia as well. I'm curious if, uh, if you see any opportunities in, in those markets, either for, for, uh, for dry leasing or, or, or for flying moving forward. We do, um, and you know we're, you know we've we've got customers in other parts of the world uh, today, um, but from a strategic standpoint, uh, we do look to to broaden ourselves out, you know, much further. If we're if we're truthful about it, um, we really believe Southeast Asia, uh, specifically, is an area that um, you know is ready to is ready to evolve. Um, you know, there's some you know a lot of opportunity. Uh, further opportunity in, you know, in locations like Malaysia uh, and Korea and certainly Vietnam and Indonesia um, you know and of course India everyone knows what India you know represents from a potential standpoint uh, and Thailand and, and other places so uh, you know we're really keen on Southeast Asia uh, you know we've got uh, we've got you know, some relationships there today uh, that we're doing some leasing into today uh, we've got not only relationships with, excuse me, with airlines, but also you know some specific customers that uh, that we've done flying for. Um, so we're we're really 
or high on Southeast Asia. And I say Southeast Asia, uh, you know, without the without the mention of China. Not that um, you know we don't uh, believe in China. Uh, just some of the some of the challenges within China uh, from a regulatory perspective or from a market standpoint. Uh, we think it, the ease of doing business, if I could put it that way, uh, lends itself even further to, to Southeast Asia, Southeast Asia specifically, uh, as we look at uh, growth opportunities, uh, economic trends, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're also keen uh, on certain certain places in and around Sub-Saharan Africa. Um, you know, uh, we're um, you know. There's certain countries uh, within that part of the world uh, that we're um, in, a, in some fairly in-depth conversations with, with some opportunities uh, with, with some folks over there. So, um, you know, Ethiopia, for example, uh, is, is, is a country that we're, we think has some, some good opportunity and some good infrastructure. Um, you know, Kenya is another one as, as an example. So, uh, you know, we think yeah, there's other, you know, there's other parts of the world from a cargo perspective and connectivity standpoint um, that it lends itself well uh, from a leasing standpoint um, and, and, and as well as from, from where our fleet is. For example, uh, some of those markets may, may line up well for the 767-200s, uh, which you know, some people uh, you know, forget about. Uh, and it's still a great airplane. Uh, the reliability uh, and dispatch reliability in those airplanes is still you know, well up into the very high 90s. So we're seeing, uh, even as that airplane ages, um, great market opportunities for the 200. And certainly as those aircraft, you know, go and move towards uh, later stages of their, of their life, um, those types of countries and those types of opportunities uh, really lend itself well uh, for parts of, you know, parts of our fleet development and our fleet, our long-term fleet plans. As you look at some of these, uh these opportunities in, in Southeast Asia and Kenya. Do you feel that um, ATSG's business model, as it as it is, is um, is uh, set up to to accommodate some of these these customers, or would would event, uh, additional subsidiaries be be necessary, or or what, what kind of strategy uh, will you undertake to to work with some of those customers? Yeah, it's um, a good question. Um, a little bit of everything, if I may be able to put it that way. Um, you know, we we currently have customers that are just straight dry leasing from us. You know, in uh, you know in, in Asia and Southeast Asia uh, and Europe, of course. Um, you know, we have the capability through our two cargo airlines, and ABX Air and ATI, um, certainly to, to fly. Uh, you know, where we can from. You know, where we're allowed to from a uh, from a regulatory perspective. Um, but we don't think that's you know going to to put us where we want to. So um, individual you know some some in further partnerships around um, you know companies or, or airlines uh, that you know we can lease planes into and, and, and they can fly uh, you know with their crews and their pilots. We think makes a whole lot more sense for a lot of reasons. First off, um, you know front and center is the economic piece of it. Uh, obviously, uh, you know the cost to bring, you know, the cost of flying from a U.S. perspective in certain parts of, you know, in certain in those parts that we talked about uh, can be quite costly. So, you know, we, we look to look to join with and partner with folks that uh, that we can do that. Obviously, we've got the uh, position with West Atlantic currently uh, in Europe. 
um, that allows us to you know allows us to to penetrate that market from a uh, from an airplane standpoint. Um, so you know we're, we'll probably approach it a number of different ways, and of course we're you know we always have a, you know we always have the opportunity uh, to take equity positions or look at, look to take equity positions uh, you know where appropriate. Um, you know, or even to look at you know some opportunities from a complete acquisition perspective, uh, and that's not only on the airline side. You know, it's it's also as well on the MRO side. Uh, you know, so as we you know, as we build out other other components of the you know the ATSG family, uh, you know, one of the things that potentially could be on our could be on our radar is you know is MRO opportunities you know in other regions of the world as well. We have some joint ventures with some MRO folks you know in Asia, um, but I'm really more specifically talking. Here. You know, I'm talking about Europe now when I say that, uh, and of course we, you know, we set up some time ago the ATS West facility in Shannon. Uh, so you know we've got you know we've got that component of it already in place where we we do a fair amount of work or we're ferrying airplanes as we're bringing them back. We'll stop them in Shannon and that type of stuff. So, um, but to answer your, the core of your question, uh, just a little bit further, Charles. Um, we are looking to expand more globally. Uh, we still, you know, we still, of course, you know, are the heartbeat of ATSG is uh, is U.S. centric and North America centric. But you know, we look, you know, we're we're very interested in furthering our scope outside the U.S. Um, and you know, we look forward to that not only in 2020 but also the next coming years. All right, Mike, it looks like the next session is just about to start. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you also to those of you listening. Make sure to follow CargoFacts.com for the latest freighter news and developments, and we'll see you next time on CargoFacts Connect.